0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
1: per order. Additional terms apply.
2: I knew that the Patriots struggled down there. Tom Brady, it's one of the places that he doesn't play his best. I didn't see this happening. And this could have been a lot worse than it even was. Yes. I and mean, The fact that the Dolphins dominated the way they did in that first quarter and only came away with those six points at that point in the ball game was a real Treat for the Patriots, and I thought that that
3: was going to be the thing that allowed them to come back in the game. It just never stopped. Well, the thing that the Patriots can hang their hat on is the fact that everybody was off. Not just the defense, not just the offensive line that couldn't protect Brady. Brady was off. He missed some some plays. Everyone contributed to this beatdown. Well, almost beatdown because. Miami didn't capitalize on everything they could have, as you just alluded to, but uh, a stellar win for Adam Gase.
2: Yeah, I mean, it felt like a beatdown. Even though the score at Mm -hmm. the end wasn't an astronomical margin of victory, the fact that the Dolphins came in as a double-digit underdog at home to the New England Patriots, and the Dolphins have had their struggles, and Jay Cutler has been who he's been during this season, I I mean, it really did feel like a beatdown of the Patriots. Now, I don't know if you're – a Steelers fan, if you liked what happened last night or you don't like what (laughs) happened last night because you like what happened because you see the vulnerability of the Patriots and maybe this is the year that you finally get past them in the postseason if you end up playing them because they've gone into Super Bowls, they've won Super Bowls, but someone else is taking care of the Patriots. They can never do it themselves. Or are you upset because this now is going to be a full-on Belichick fest During this week, where he finally tunes this team and they come out and play the best game they've played. All year on Sunday at four twenty-five. Isn't
3: that the conundrum? You sitting there, and you got you know you have a big game on the on the docket, and, and you're hoping they come in with everyone intact, and you're going to be a whole as well. And you don't want any excuse for them to have extra motivation, whether it's something someone said, or you know they they lose a ball game in the manner in which the Patriots lost last night. You know if it's a close affair and and they lose, fine. But if they play poorly across the board, uh, yeah, you're sitting there like, mm, why'd they have to do that? Now they're going to be extremely motivated to come out and get that really, really crazy bad taste out of their mouths. And, and you know, we're, we're motivated because we know it's going to be an important game. Our head coach was talking about it two weeks ago, even before we played the physical Ravens. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's the conundrum. But you know what you do? You, you put your head down, you focus on what you can control, and you try to double them up. You try to make them look as bad as they did last night versus the Dolphins.
2: And I think that ultimately you're happy because it hangs another loss on the Patriots is going to help you with home field advantage and all that stuff with the remaining games left in the season. Uh, I also think that now everybody is assuming that that game is going to be a high scoring game because of what we saw these two defenses, it'll probably end up going the other way. And and maybe not. I mean, the over-under on that's got to be astronomical, but it never seems to work out that way with a couple of teams that are playing that poorly defensively going into the game and offenses that we know are capable of putting up big points. I wonder if it's going to play out that way. Uh, but One thing's for sure when I was watching this game last night, and I've said many times on this show that for a number of years, I was a Jay Cutler defender. <laughs> I thought that he was someone who got a bad rap. He was someone that was being misjudged by the way he looked on the sideline. I didn't think that was fair. Uh, I was totally wrong about that. Because watching Jay Cutler last night proves to me that there have been many games in his career where he has not given maximum effort. And he has not cared. Because for him to play that inspired, that well, that focused, when you knew that he'd never beaten the Patriots, he wanted to do that. This was an important game for him. Monday Night Football, everybody's watching. There was a different look about him last night. He was as fired up as I've ever seen the guy. So that says to me that all those other times, maybe he didn't care all that much. and Maybe people were right about him, which is really, really frustrating because the guy was phenomenal last well, night. Well, have
3: seen that version of Jay Cutler previously. Not you enough. Saw, you, you saw it in Denver. When uh, he was an All Pro quarterback, maybe not so much. Never he lived to the, up to, to his potential. To, he lived up there briefly. He lived up to his potential briefly when he was at Denver, and then he goes to Chicago, and and really, I think that's where our, all, the wills just came completely off uh, when he was a Chicago Bear. But last night, he looked apart. He he looked like everything all the potential came flowing out you saw him escaping pressure the first drive down there or the second drive when they got the touchdown the first drive they got they settled for a field goal and and he escapes pressure he finds Kenyon Drake they get a first down it's first and goal the guy was just he 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 did everything right it seemed like uh, last night he he was phenomenal
2: i never liked that a trade and it's not like he's gone off in philadelphia but Adam Gase was right about one thing, that Kenyon Drake can be a bell cow running back. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the guy is, has been unbelievable since being thrust into that role. And and last night on Monday Night Football, and with all eyes on him, he was, he was definitely as impressive as he's been. So, I mean, this was a huge win for the Dolphins, who were trying to remain relevant, and a loss for the Patriots that may show that they still have those weaknesses from early on in the season, or maybe this just was an aberration. I think that their offense playing the way that it was was a much bigger issue for me than the defense because you really should have done more offensively against the Miami Dolphins. And the defense has shown that it's it's not great. And, it, and I don't know if that's going to turn around and become a top-five defense by the end of the year. We knew that they were vulnerable. To see the offensive line have all the breakdowns that they did and see Brady hit as much as he was last night was a far bigger concern for me on the Patriots' side of things.
3: Well, the the Dolphins' defense, the rush defense, has been pretty solid all season long. Then the back end, they had some injuries back there. That's why you saw... uh, Altrin Werner back there. And, and this is Avian Howard, second-year player out of Baylor. He, uh, he's been exceptional these last two great. weeks. Four picks in the last two ball games, And, and so uh, the rush D, they've been there. Pass D, not so much for the Dolphins. And going back to Kenyon Drake, this guy's a special player. He was special when he was at Alabama. Uh, he, he's a five tool player. They used him in the running game, the passing game. He was a kick return. member versus Clemson. He ran the uh, kickoff back uh, in the national championship game. So uh, this guy... Is, is a phenomenal player. Now he's getting more touches. Damian Williams, their other running back, was inactive last night, so it was all about Kenyon Drake, and and he he showed up and, and showed out, and everyone played extremely well. And and one of these days, you know, Devontae and Parker, he he's got a he he made one or two grabs last night, but there early on he he dropped one, and at some point the light has to come on. You would think for this guy, this guy, he has so much talent, and yet. He's been in the doghouse. That doesn't help motivate him. Uh, He's inactive. That doesn't help motivate him. Something at some point. Maybe they have to cut him. Maybe he needs to go somewhere else and he'll figure out that uh, this NFL life doesn't last too long if you don't perform. Yeah, and the Dolphins might be one of these teams that has
2: that late run this season and all of a sudden becomes a scary out. I don't know. Um, But last night, they were impressive on both sides of the ball and something that the Patriots, you could see a trend with them is when they lose a big offensive weapon, when Brady loses a big offensive weapon, for a short period of time, they tend to struggle. For example, the first week without Edelman, a week here or there without Gronk. When they have a, a long period of time where you know Edelman's been out for the entire season, or Gronk last year, one of these years where he's out for multiple weeks and you're not going to see him again, then they find a new identity. But they're never really great with adjusting on the fly, because they're so well-prepared. And I think this was another example of that. I really think that Rob Gronkowski, even though the offensive line was probably the biggest issue, and you could tell that not having Gronk last night, even with Hogan back, was a major problem for that
3: offense. Oh, definitely. That guy's a huge weapon and, and huge pun intended. And now you can work the middle of the field. Uh, that's another guy that the defense has to account for so you can't double coverage other players. Uh, you know, Brandon Cooks, his name was barely called last night, and it was Howard on him when, when uh, Brady threw the first pick. And, and so, yeah, you, you take away someone as huge as he is, someone who... Uh, it was going to garner so much attention, and then that's going to limit you on offense, uh, just like taking away a defender. That's going to limit you on the defensive side of the ball, and and uh, it, it's going to dilute what you ordinarily would like to do as far as your scheme and your philosophy and attacking opposing offenses. now Gronk's out of the equation? That's when you when you play the Patriots, you how many guys are you going to circle on that offense? Of course, if Edelman's in there, you're circling him. You're going to circle Gronk. You got to circle Cooks now. Okay, we could take one of these guys off the, off the board, and, and that's huge. Uh, a guy like Gronk, man, he, he gives you so many options on the offensive side of the ball.
2: And he probably shouldn't be playing next he week shouldn't. either, You're but right. he's going to, and that's going to be one hell of a matchup. And selfishly for me, I'm glad it's not a primetime game because these are just, I mean, they're very difficult to stay up for. The, that window for a big game is always the best. I don't know how people feel about it on the West Coast, but for me, that east coast four twenty five window for a big game when you got a bunch of one o'clocks, you're already sort of lathered up for it, mm-hmm. and then you're focused boom right there, and that takes you through. The rest of the afternoon into the night. I mean, that's going to be huh? oh That's going to be tremendous. Mm.
3: That's going to be a tremendous game. I am th- like Mike Tomlin. So I can think about. Don't eat too much you know, <sighs> during that that one o'clock game because you might snooze on the 4:25. You know,
2: ironically, on Sunday I don't eat as much as the other weekend days. I don't know. What? You would think, yeah, well, because Friday and Saturday we'll go out and, and yeah. get stuff then, and then by Sunday I'm like, I just can't. I've, I've got nothing left. <laughs> So I'm just picking at stuff and grazing on the lawn.
3: That's my only day off this time of year, so I go nuts. So I'm watching the four o'clock game with one eye open. Yeah. Yeah. I know
2: that you do the whole brunch thing and then there and then it goes from there, doesn't it? It goes downhill yeah. <laughs> or uphill yeah
3: yeah just depends. depending yeah.
2: where the wiggle depends is in relation to this, the hill
3: depends on the stimuli yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah right
2: <laughs> uh so i i the big story is definitely going to be how the patriots react to this and I, you know i don't know exactly who they are i re- i really don't know and we've seen these patriot teams have major flaws and be good enough to obviously win the afc east because that's not a difficult thing to do. And then they run into a better team in the playoffs and they get dismantled. And, you know, I, I wonder who that team is. I mean, is it going to be the Steelers the, who have always had problems with the Patriots? Will it be the Jacksonville Jaguars who clearly have the best defense in the conference and probably in the NFL? Um, I, th- those are probably the big, the big two. And could it be?
3: The, the, the chargers. I'm not going to overreact on this. I, I, I think the Patriots will be just fine. There were plays. To be made, and they didn't. I mentioned the Jay Cutler getting out, getting away from pressure, finding Kenyon Drake uh, there for a first down. You had the guy dead right. You have to make that tackle. And I give credit to Cutler. Uh, showing the wherewithal to to evade the pressure, but you have a cornerback blitzing, and and, and he's all over uh, Jay Cutler, and and Cutler uh, gets away from him. He eludes the pressure. So you give him credit. So there were plays to be made, and this is the same Patriots defense that was struggling at the beginning of the season. I think the first two or three ball games, they were allowing about 30 points a game during this this nice eight-game winning streak. They've been allowing about 17, 18 points a game. So they had a, a, a night off, they they, they pick up the pieces from that, and they'll be ready for the Steelers. Yeah, I'm
2: not so sure. And and I, I don't know if this is one of the – I can't tell right now how flawed they are because they were showing signs. The biggest thing is that offensive line. And if you go back to you know, the year in between where they didn't win the Super Bowl in the last three, what held them back was their offensive line. And Brady's mm-hmm. getting pressured. He's yep. getting hit. And he's getting sacked just like he was that year. Yep. So I don't think it's an overreaction to bring that up. I really don't. They have to get that fixed. I mean, all you heard about was them bringing back that offensive line coach and how he was able to help them from 14, uh, 15 to 16. And how he, this guy was a, a miracle worker, this... Uh, Scaramucci or whatever his name was.
3: <laughs> well, that's fine to, to be a miracle
2: worker. You have, to, you, have a have, you have to have some good clay to mold, don't you? He's not a miracle worker anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd, get his, I'd get his full name off if the internet worked in here. But that's all you heard <laughs> was that his offensive line coach was like, he brought uh, holy water and the fountain of youth and all sorts of stuff and was sprinkling on this offensive line. All of a sudden, they were be best in football again. Well, they were letting their quarterback, their prized possession, who's 40 years old, get his ass handed to him <laughs> You're last year. You were
3: close, night. man. Scarnecchia.
2: That's right. Dante Scarnecchia. That's yeah. right. But well, where, where's he now, this guy? Mm-hmm. This magician of the offensive Dude, line? Dude, you got to have some
3: damn good offensive line. Uh, apparently not. Yes. Uh, if yes, you remember you
2: last year, it was, oh, it's all you heard. Oh, he, mm-hmm. he, he turned uh, chicken crap into chicken salad. That's what he did with that offensive mm-hmm. line. And right now, it's just Brady on the ground the
3: whole time. One game, an overreaction from Geo. They'll be fine. I think they're going to have their hands full. Of course, like everyone, when you take on all the weapons that Ben has at his disposal, that's going to be difficult to handle. You had a tough time last night with Miami that did, did the defense. Once again, there were plays to be made that, that the Patriots didn't make. And now they'll clean that up. They'll go, what, is, what did that, uh, McAdoo say? We're going to clean up the film? Oh, yeah, we uh, go, we going go coach to go. Coach the film? Yeah, I got to go and, and they'll, they'll clean do, up the tape. Yeah, they'll do that. And uh, they'll come out and they'll play better. I'm not saying they're going to beat Pittsburgh, but they'll play better. All right. This is Bill
2: Belichick. Last night on the, uh, his team's performance,
1: I'll need to do a better job, and hopefully we'll be able to do that. It just wasn't this wasn't good enough tonight um, across the board.
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. the board. Yeah. And uh, you're going to hear the question from the reporter here about uh, they take Miami too lightly.
0: Think any of the guys might have been looking at it the next week if past Miami?
3: Brady. No, Come on, really? Professionals, man. How many Super Bowls have we won? We don't take teams lightly. Just yeah. Just had a bad night. Come Isn't on. it weird, really? though, how Brady never – well, I shouldn't say
2: never, but he struggles the most at Miami. And you know he knows that because he's got a big body of work there. Yeah. And he knows that of all the places he goes on the road, that that is the place that he's had the most problems. But he, it still ends up happening. I don't that's, know, that's man.
3: That's his uh, Bermuda Triangle. I guess so. You, everyone has one. You, you. I, the Giants. I still have nightmares about the Giants from Little League. Couldn't beat them from still Little have, League. From Little League, wow. yeah. Couldn't lick them. Three years. Couldn't. Couldn't get them. Never beat them. Of all, Six tries. Of all yeah. the things you forget, like mm-hmm. from minute to minute. Mm-hmm. You remember who you
2: couldn't Champ, beat in Little Big League baseball. Boy,
3: their manager Trent after throwing up the baseball signs. I mean, come on. Wow. They that wore is, blue. Yeah. I'm scarred from that, dude. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. yeah. And our baseball coach was an alcoholic. Was he? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. We had to give our coach, our manager, a pep talk. Wow. The kids gave him a pep talk at one eight. We had a little jingle ten A ten. A little jingle. Liquor's quicker, but wine is fine. Give him a bottle and he'll be on time. Okay. Yeah. Coach a bottle Ac- of wine. Yeah. So you you at that point
2: at ten years old, yep. You figured out that if you gave your little league baseball coach wine, he'd show up instead of liquor. And he then would he show gave
3: up. us. We, we we called him out one day. He showed up practice late, all liquored up. We yeah. called him out. He's if I have to carry that equipment on my back across that bridge, I'll be here next day. No show. Yeah. Wow. Man, yeah,
2: man, and traumatizing. <laughs>
3: yes. yes. For you that and the Giants couldn't beat them. Those yep. two things. Yep. Man, Liqu- liquored up, little league baseball man. What's his name? Was it Buttermaker? Was the dude on uh, Bad News Bears? Oh. The manager. I think it was Buttermaker. Yeah, that was my. I
2: lived that. Yeah. What was the Tom Hanks character too? Wasn't he a big drinker in uh, League of Their Own? Yes, Jimmy Dugan. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. but At least he was you dealing lived- with grownups.
2: You scarred by this. Scarred. Another adult Another. figure Another. letting <laughs> you down in your childhood. Male figure. Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. Unbelievable. I just can't get away from him. Is this person still alive? I doubt it. No way. He may be, but his liver's not. His no liver's way. His liver yeah, is No dead. way. Okay. Yeah. Man, I feel bad for you. I you really do. You should. It explains a lot.
2: <laughs> now, when you did go to therapy for that short time, did you bring up the drunk I liver? did not.
3: Maybe I should go back and bring that
2: up. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Bring because it the- really does compound the whole father yeah, leaving thing. That. That yeah. That you have another male figure, older male figure in your life, and mm-hmm. then... All of a sudden, well, this is
3: therapy. Us, we're talking about it now. This is helping. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not a professional to help well, you deal you, with it. You might be. No, you sound like it. Mm-mm. I mean, um, I haven't. Given you wear a lot of hats. I mean, I noticed that yesterday. You were ending the meetings and you telling, "Hey, you can go now. This doesn't concern you. You, you, you man." Well, I, that was. We had a post show meeting for people that
2: <laughs> you can don't know now. what we're talking oh, I about. Can. Thank you. Well, <laughs> no, the reason why I said this was to help you out. <laughs> Because I was, the, well, you're helping me out now. The next topic of discussion mm-hmm. was about who was going to fill in for you oh. in the yeah. December of Brian. Yeah. So I, I figured since you love to leave, that's probably <laughs> your favorite thing about. Because I'm so used to people leaving me. That's well, yeah, yeah, man, see? It all comes full circle. Comes full circle. So since you love to leave, I thought I'd do a nice thing by yeah. saying. Brian,
3: you no longer have to be but here you if you'd like to go home. But the thrill from me because I like to just leave when I want to leave before okay. they leave me. I apologize. And I could have just jumped up and left in the middle of the conversation, and that would have been fulfilling to me. I'm glad That's we're talking this out. Yeah, I'm glad yes. we're talking. Just know yeah. it's important to me that yeah. you know that mm-hmm. my intentions were pure. Well, I know that you know that I know that your intentions are pure.
0: Very yeah, good. Yes, All right.
3: thank you. Now that that's settled,
2: we'll take a quick commercial break and come back with God tearing ACLs. <laughs> Give us a call right now, 855-212-4CBS. And my wife also has two phones. There you go. And you, think, this you think that would be an, an issue, but yeah. it's not. The other phone does nothing now. <laughs> her song Is that the would real be, phone? Yeah, hers. <laughs> her song would be, I got two... Phones, one for my life and one for real estate that I used to do before I got pregnant.
3: <laughs> it's a little wordy, but just for looking at. <laughs> yeah,
2: I told the other day I was looking at it charging. Hey, you need this thing anymore? <laughs> what do you think about getting rid of this thing? She agreed. She did agree. Oh, there you <laughs> go. <got> two phones. What <laughs> I had good intentions for, but now it just sits around and collects dust. <laughs>
3: I'm going to save this for when the baby is old enough to talk on the phone. <laughs> You're right. It'll still work.
2: Yeah. right? Yeah, it won't be obsolete. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Bogish is here, and then we
0: got to get to. Hey, uh, That's right. We, we Thanks, Brian. We need to get to. Take it. up a collection. Mm hmm. Uh, what's up, Bogish? Hey guys, so under 250 yards of offense, only 25 of that rushing, zero third down conversion. That was from the Patriots, not the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. Tom Brady's team would have won the AFC East again with a victory. We
2: just didn't play good.
0: You didn't play well. What did they (laughs) teach these kids at Michigan? At least he can play quarterback. Uh, Brady picked off twice, sacked twice, while Jake Cutler threw three touchdown passes, two to Jarvis Landry. And running back Kenyon Drake had 193 scrimmage yards, all in a 27 20 victory in Miami on the heels of blowing out the Broncos. So, head coach Adam Gase is optimistic. You know, we've
1: had two good weeks in a row. You know, complimentary football, all three phases have been playing together. You know, we've been kind of waiting for this to happen. And, you know, We'll just kinda of keep going at one at a time and see what happens.
0: Too bad they're six and seven and it's December. The Patriots had won eight straight overall and fourteen in a row on the road. They are no longer even with the Steelers atop the AFC as they head to Pittsburgh this weekend. The Green Bay Packers yet to update Aaron Rodgers status after the latest check of his broken right collarbone. The Pack currently ninth in the NFC, one game out of a wild card spot with two teams. In between, look who's not throwing punches anymore. Miritich lets it fly right side three. Good. Nico Miritich with 405. Look, Bulls up the century mark 102.75. Nico with 24. Portis with 23. Chuck Swirsky, Bulls Radio. Not sure they're best friends, but Nico Miritich and Bobby Portis, 47 points last night. Apparently, he
2: said after the game, he was interviewed and he said, I just want to let everybody know that Nico is back. That right there. Explains to me why Portis punched him in the face. Yes. <laughs> like, who are you to declare? Like, what is that? You weren't, you, you're you not that good. Like, you're not somebody that needs, I'm back, baby. No,
0: back doing what exactly? Being a, a mid-level NBA player that everybody hates? Well, I'll give him the, like, I'm back thing. The third person is what deserves the punch. Yeah, that too. And you can't, like, declare, like, hey, everybody come here real quick. I got to tell you something. <laughs> Nico Bogus is, is back.
3: Yeah, him <laughs> do his third-person thing. What's wrong with that? Oh, Come on. Stop. It's, it's disgusting. Come on. Ricky Henderson. Come Porter on. should have punched him again. Yeah. Right after the I'm game. I'm going to start doing <laughs> that. Just broke his other orbital. Brian part. thinks it's all right. Ugh. He does. I talked
0: to him. All of them. Uh. Okay, then. Uh, So 47 (laughs) combined points from them in a 108 85 route of the Celtics in Chicago. The Warriors got by the Blazers 111 104 behind 29 points, nine rebounds, five assists, three blocks from Kevin Durant, while Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Zaza Pachulia remained out injured. The Clippers cooled off the Raptors 96 91. Miami thumped Memphis 107 82, and the Rockets outscored the Pelicans 131 23 for their 10th straight win, a career high 28 points. For Clint Capella, QB Shea Patterson is transferring from Ole Miss to Michigan. Who will have to ask the NCAA for a special waiver to play next fall. Let him play! Seniors-to-be do not have to sit out a year if they transfer because of the Rebs' current bowl ban. But Patterson will be just a junior Let year. Let him play! Says you, says Brian. <laughs> yeah, I talked to Brian. Brian said okay. let him play. Uh, the Dallas Stars, a 2-1 shootout win over the Rangers at the Garden. Colorado, a 2-1 win in Pittsburgh. And the Jets dumped the Canucks 5-1. Boys? Carson Wentz, officially
2: <laughs> torn ACL, hmm. done for the year. And who knows how long it'll take him to recover. I can't imagine that he's going to be ready for week one. This is generally uh, a, a long injury to recover from. Sometime you know, a year so, who knows when he'll be back. But he took to social media yesterday to speak to the fans about the news and how he felt and how everything went down. So, let's listen to the Eagles quarterback.
1: What's up, everybody? Um, obviously, it's been a rough rough day for me. Um, personally, um, I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, I have a ton of faith in the in the Lord and, and in his plan. But at the end of the day, it's still been a tough one. You know, and it will be tough on me for a little bit. But um, as I just kind of reflect tonight, uh, I just know – I know the Lord's working through it. You know, I know Jesus has a plan through it. I know he's trying to grow me in something, teach me something, use me somehow, some way. Um, This will just be a great testimony um, as I go forward. You know, maybe not all of you out there are Christians or or followers of Jesus, um, but I can say with 100% confidence as as a follower of Jesus, um, I have the utmost confidence in his plan. His plan is perfect. Uh, you know, if life was if we if we got everything we wanted in life, it would be a disaster. You know, I know Jesus is is up there looking down and, and He knows what He's doing. Um, so I'm just going to surrender that to Him and and trust Him in that. But uh, I can promise to everybody, all my fans out there um, in the Philly area, in the North Dakota area, um, you know, all across this country, that um, this will not stop me going forward. I will come back stronger than ever. Um, this I will use this as motivation, um, and, and I will be attacking it. Um, this whole process as I recover, um, but at the end of the day, this year we still have something special. You know, we just—it's no, fine. Uh, it right yeah, there. that's your
3: daily word. Yeah, from, uh, <laughs> our daily bread <laughs> from Geo and Jones. Hey Lord, yeah, yes. <laughs> just want to know what your plan was for the
2: day. <laughs> well, my plan is to tear this dude's ACL <laughs> to teach him a lesson. <laughs> I will be using him in some way. <laughs> because what's the lesson well i don't know yet i've got a lot of stuff going on
3: you gonna you plan on tearing any more acls anytime soon
2: probably yeah it's my favorite ligament to tear oh Mm -hmm. Oh, as if you if you've noticed
3: guess you're not watching the nfl like a lot of other followers of mine so when mine was torn that was your plan who are you again? Exactly. <laughs> Probably, yes. Faith yes. In,
1: the, in the Lord. and
3: That's that's what I've done. So you could not have torn mine because I had no faith. Uh, Well, this was me trying to get that out of you, to so squeeze was, that faith out of you. It the, was it the devil that tore mine? No, no, no. It was me. It was I'm, the, you. I'm the it was one you. who tears oh, the ACLs. You were trying to bring me back home, bring yeah, me back into mm-hmm. the block.
2: I figured maybe if you hit rock bottom, you'd come looking for
3: me. I that's did right. hit it.
2: Yeah. Everything I do, it's for a reason. Oh. That is right. Oh, okay. So, Carson, sorry, man, but this had to be done. Mm. I've got to use you as inspiration for the other ACL tears that I will be giving for the rest of time.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Yes. And the Lord has spoken. It's about time for lunch. <laughs> what are you eating? Good da- good ACLs, actually. it's
2: <laughs> That's why I tear them so much. <laughs>
3: Oh, it's like a del. Drizzle? It's a del. Yes, it's a delicacy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then, do you fry them or you steam? Depends them? on the day. I mean, ah. you know, I'm
2: watching my weight these days.
3: Now, are all of them made the same? Doesn't no, matter? no, 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 no. Some large, some
2: big. That's right. Yes, yes. Small. Carson's very, very weak. Very weak? weak. <laughs> very weak. Very yes. weak. Ah, easy chair. Yeah, like a veal.
3: Ah, yeah. This plan is
2: perfect. <laughs> okay, a baby AC. That's right. Can I hear that again, Carson? Let me hear that one. Everybody, quiet. Perfect. His plan is perfect. That's right. Perfect. Everything I do mm. is perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Now, let me excuse me while I injure somebody else to teach them a lesson. Who's next? Uh, you, I don't know. Let's spin the wheel. Those Let's go. <laughs> you want to come into my
3: office and spin the wheel? <laughs> is that how you go about your business?
2: Yes, that's right. <laughs> Very random. Very random. Very, very
1: I have the (laughs) utmost confidence in his plan. Mm -hmm.
2: Damn right you do. That's right, because I am perfect. (laughs) All right. To me, when I hear that, I don't think, oh, good for him. I think that's a narcissistic person. You think? I think that Uh, there's a higher power that is doing harm to him to teach him and others a lesson because he's some sort of vehicle. Yes, I think that sounds narcissistic to me. I'm sorry, and I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> jeez <laughs> give me a break will you like a speck of dust that's what we are well
3: i think I we're all vehicles. vehicles. not that important we're all vehicles oh, and and, and we can don't <laughs> even hold on start. god don't even we're all vehicles vehicles well, okay. we're vehicles and and we and, and through us others can learn and, and we can teach do, do you not agree with that <sighs> I'm taking the religion out of it. Oh, are but you? But we're all
1: vehicles, right? All right. His plan is perfect.
3: I learned something from you. Okay. You you don't learn anything from me? Oh, I learned a lot from you. Yeah, all sure. All right. All all right.
2: right. I, was just, I was just making sure you weren't going. No, no,
3: no, 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 no. I'm a heathen. Okay. No, 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 right. no. I grew all up. I grew up in the church, but I, I rebelled. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. Him, how do we know it's a him? Do we know it's maybe a her? No, it's yeah. a him. It's uh, me. we sure? was just talking yeah. to you. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. teach us on. If, right. if you want to believe in that, believe in what you want to believe, as long as you're not harming anyone, and I'll believe in what I believe in, and I'm not harming anyone. We're all, we're all
2: vehicles. That is the yeah. We are for good is, for
3: bad. That's the lesson. vehicles. The, that's yeah. you know what smells ah. like a better man saying yes. We're all vehicles. Smell? I mean, yeah, that's right. What kind of vehicle are you? I'm thinking uh, a '76 uh, oh. Pinto, <laughs> Volkswagen Bug, or something. We're <laughs> gonna, gonna show you <laughs> how to become a better you man. I Maybe mean, I'm a Ford Raptor. <laughs> you know.
2: All right, coming up next. Derek Jeter is not off to a good start as the owner of the Marlins and Mikey B with another Geo and Jones trivia question as our show only has a few days left together six, right? Yeah, I believe so. So mm. another Geo Owen Jones and I'm going to hit him with a counter trivia question to his trivia question. We're coming right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: We've got six shows together, Gio and Jones, before we part ways, and it was our decision to part ways. I yeah. feel like it's important to say that. I feel right. like we get a lot of Facebook messages thinking, I love how people say canceled, like for some TV show on CBS, like that uh, Eh, Jane Lynch show. Three Cancel us. Three after three seasons. No, no, There was no cancellation. Uh, It was uh, our choice to do different things. Um, So Mikey B., our esteemed producer, has been very nostalgic, more nostalgic than I thought he'd be because I figured this was a miserable experience for him. Hmm. Um, But over the last few Days, he's been getting nostalgic about the program. And he was reaching out to some of our more famous callers and talking to them. And he got a little wispy, as you say, mm. doing that. And he's now got another trivia question okay, for us. So we had one a couple of weeks ago that we failed at. What was it? And now, <laughs> let's not go into that. Whatever it was, we both failed at it. Um And... He's got another one now. So go ahead and hit us with the trivia question. Who was the first guest ever on Geo and Jones? First guest Mm. ever on Geo and Jones. Can I get a couple clues? Can I ask a couple questions? Of course. All right. Was it college football? Was it football? Football, yes. Was it college or pro? Pro. Pro football. NFL. Hmm. I'm going to say it was not the first show, but it was the second show. No. It wasn't even the second show? It was the third show. The third show. And was it a... So that was a Thursday? Tuesday. Uh, Oh, because we started on a a Friday? Started on a Friday because it was Jan uh, 2. Okay.
3: All right. All right. So the NFL guest. Was it a former player? Yes.
0: Hmm... Former player analyst. When do we go back to the fact that it took Mike three shows to book a guest? <laughs> Actually,
2: well, hold on. You wait. Know,
0: make, you know, have your joke. That's no,
2: fine. I have a – because I've got a counter question. I know the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he would be the only one that could answer this. Of course. Um, but, <laughs> but, hmm. NFL analyst, former player, our first guest. I will say it was – Tony Gonzalez.
1: Brian, a guess?
2: Boomer Esiason. No, it definitely wasn't mm. him. That'd be, that'd be impossible. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Bolgish? Right. Uh Brian Billick. Brian Billick. Interesting. Over three. for three. 0 for three. All Brian right. Baldinger. Over four. All right. Well, I don't have any more guesses. Um uh, hmm. that's it. I quit. Troy Aikman. Uh uh-huh.
0: I don't have any more, I I, I'll I'll provide a clue because I was posed this question yesterday. I believe it's a former defensive player. Correct. Correct. Oh, okay. Mm. So just to cut the field in half. The
3: dude from Minnesota that we were making fun of?
2: No, no, no. That was later. Rod (laughs) Woodson. No. Uh, He's been on the show only a few times after. All right. I think we should probably just. Bart Scott. Not Bart. No, he was on a lot. We have the audio. (laughs) Oh, jeez. What happened there? All right, let's hear. Let's uh, let's listen to it. Joining us right now, Brian, is a man we're excited to talk to. It's actually our first guest here on G O and Jones. Ever, ever on CBS Sports he Radio. He not mess it up. And that's London, <laughs> you not mess it up. London oh. Fletcher. London Fletcher. Fletcher. I can guarantee you, he didn't remember that either. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, wow. That's okay. Now, does yeah. anybody but Mikey B know the answer to this question? The first guest. That he booked on our first show, I nixed. I Mm. said, we cannot do our first show and this person be the guest. No real offense to him. It just didn't seem right. I would have rather done just three hours of us, which we ended up doing, than stopping the show with this particular person. Does anybody know, other than Mikey B, who that is?
0: Boomer Esaias. No,
2: it is not. Adrian point. Peterson. No, no, I would I would have put him on. Uh, Pete, do you know? John Feinstein. No, it was not Feinstein. No, that would have been very awkward. Mm. The answer to that question. Chris
0: Moore. No, no that would have okay. been even more
2: awkward. <laughs> Mike, you want to tell? Spencer Tillman. <laughs> I, I did think of that for the other question. Um, go ahead. Ross Tucker. That's right. All right. I told him no. We're not putting on Ross Tucker Hmm. on our first show. It's just not good enough. No. It wasn't good enough. You know, hey, Lister, nothing against Ross. It just didn't seem right. Right, right. First show, Ross Tucker wasn't. You've grown from then. Yes, Mike? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Would you do the same thing now today with the next show, whatever it is that comes in? Would you put on Ross Tucker on the first show? I know who I I want as my first guest for the next show. Do you? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And that person is? is? Brian (laughs) <laughs> oh you can forget that
3: <laughs> right now it's a good spot college football you, you know your stuff <laughs> I'm retiring emphasis on I, retiring I have your number <laughs> you can use it you, you never use responded, it all you want. <laughs> why you, not
2: you're gonna get this <laughs> he put up his middle finger for those listening to us on the radio yeah
3: can I breathe a little bit? Well, you I'm just joking. Calling. I won't bother you. Don't worry. We'll take a <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: That would probably make the new people feel very self-conscious, too, if Brian comes on the first show. <laughs> I'd be trolling the show. <laughs> you certainly <laughs> certainly would. You'd be doing that. No, no, that ain't happening. All right, yeah, I won't ask you. Gio Thank and you. Jones trivia for the day. When you tell all
3: the other people who are blowing up my phone, quit calling, too. I'm done.
2: Oh, a lot of people blowing oh, up your phone. Gosh.
1: Nice. For
3: what
2: now? For interviews? Yeah. Forget about it. Hey! So you're ceasing being a college football analyst? Yes. For the time being? Yes. And then maybe next year people will do that? Oh.
3: Um, they can call you? Maybe. Possibly. Possibly? L- 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 let me get to August.
2: Wow. Mm. I think you'll come crawling back. You're going to want it. Crawling get, back to what? Oh, you're going to want it. You're going
3: to want, you're going to feel some sort of need to get back on the air. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mm-hmm. There'll be urges depend- depending on the subject matter, yeah. But nah, I, I can fight that urge. I'll be all right. Like Mr. Jones, I'll, I'll, I'll just sit at the bottom of the pool oh, well, to, well, to to let the the let the moment pass. Okay, yeah. <laughs> then that'll be that. Yeah. Okay. I'll just get get in the pool and scream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell are they talking
2: about? <laughs> all right. So uh, Derek Jeter off to a terrible start. Terrible. As, oh, just awful. Oh, you must be crazy. Well, there. Give me a good thing that he's done.
3: He's. Ch- trimming the fat from his organization—that's oh, a good thing. So, okay, you he's, look he's at it, reshaping it the roster,
2: trimming the fat yes. as opposed to trading away their only good
3: players. Yeah. That's part the of it. Only Sometimes people, it's a hard choice, but the need only it needs to people, be done. Yeah, it, it seems to be done every time in Miami. You don't want to Miami. incur $300 million contract. Okay, but it's also the most popular player that the and franchise that No one has shows ever had. up. I hear all these people bitching and moaning down in Miami, and they don't even show up to the damn game. And they're definitely not going to show up well, now. Well, fine. They'll show up eventually when he builds a winner. Okay, and he's going to do it this way. take a long they, time. Yes, this is the way he's going to do it. All right, what about him not going to the owners' meetings? Let the owner go. He's not an owner. He is the owner. <laughs> he's, he's one of the owners. What does he need to go to an owner's meeting for? Him. He's, do what? Sit there for what? He'd rather go everybody watch the else game goes. last night. Yeah, but that's... He has oh, yeah. Yeah, an intermediary who's there? What happened at the owner's meeting? They just sit around. That's it. Why does he have to go to owner's meeting? He's
2: the most high-profile guy. If he's going to so, be hands-on in this organization, then he's got to be
3: there at that stuff. He do not have to
2: be there. He'll go next year. He's
3: mm. got other things to tend to.
2: He'll go next year. Yeah.
3: Why is next year more important than this year? Because he's busy right now, trimming the fat. Why does he have to be at the owner's meeting? That's not for everybody. It's Probably boring. And they have it has no, deal, no, no deals though. to make. No deals to make. He's, it's he's in done. Orlando. I understand. I know exactly where it is. Yeah, right up, up, Why up the Why are you highway. defending this? Why is it necessary for him to go? Because everybody sure they have, else goes. I'm sure they have a representative there. Okay. They have someone from the Marlins. Uh, organization that is there so he trades away and signs off on this
2: and forces this trade to happen with stanton you got the winter meetings that are happening now and he's also trying to trade away ozuna mm-hmm. and who is christian yelich <laughs> and instead of being at the winter meetings where all this action is he's at a football game instead
3: yeah Okay, because everyone at the winter meeting were probably hanging out at the bar doing their thing. You're not gonna get any deals done when everyone's if this
2: wasn't one of your favorite baseball players, would you feel the same way?
3: Yes, I'd feel the same way. So Philly, he can do his business from there in Miami while everyone's at the winter meetings. They still are answering their cell phones. They're still gonna pick up if it's Derek Jeter on the line, and he's probably already reached out to a number of these folks, and he understands where they stand. This right here is why if I was
2: a legendary player like Jeter and Elway, and I've said this before, and it did work out at first for John Elway, it doesn't look so great right now, that I would stay so far away from the business. I would, And this is why I'm giving at least compliments for the time being to Peyton Manning for not getting involved. Because if you're concerned, if you have enough money and you're concerned about your legacy, doing stuff like this, is not good for it. It's just not. Well, you put yourself to say in the crosshairs. He's worried about
3: his legacy. His wow. legacy is, is secure. He's nah. fine as a player. Now you as want a to talk player, about yeah. his owner? Right.
2: Well, as owner, we'll see. Hell, he just like stepped Michael into Jordan's the a joke as an executive. He just stepped into the office. I mean, it's a total. I mean, think about Jordan's history as an owner and an executive. It's awful. It hasn't been great. It hasn't been good. Has it hasn't it been, been anything.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's just that stuff like that. To me, is like, why. Because they want to be owners. They're businessmen. And while it hasn't been great, he hasn't been successful. A he hasn't, business won, somewhere he else. hasn't won a championship. Uh maybe he'll get there. How many have won? Well, how many uh, how many NFL owners have won a championship? How many NFL owners have won a championship? That's gonna be a,
2: a tricky I can go but, through all of them right now if you'd like. Let's see. Bob McNair, no. I don't think so. <laughs> Robert Kraft, yes, a lot.
1: Jerry Jones, the, yes.
2: and yeah, Art Rooney the second, yes. Jones, that's three. Uh, married, Mary, Mary, yes. Tish, yes. Well, he's dead. Wellington, but John, yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. Who else do we have? Uh, what's his face? The rich guy in Seattle. He's got one. Yep. Um, uh,
3: Allen, Paul Allen.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, the mm-hmm. Wilfs.
3: They don't have any. Uh, the
2: the Yorks. Um, no, 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 no. They they no. don't have any. Uh, Crunky, No, 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 no. The. Uh, Who's the, the, the Johnsons? They don't have one. No. Nope. Woody? No, they, they don't have any. Arthur Blank does not have nope. one. No, he doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do we have? Uh, Mark Davis? No. Nope. Was he alive for the ones back in the day? I don't remember. I don't know. He the, was the in Davis hiding. family
3: What about the...